Crime Stories podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like it's my first time on the show. I know. Well, I've done that to you before. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at right It was just you. the way you looked at me. Well, you know, it's it's just fun. Okay. I I'm still sorry. miss the music. I still miss my headphones. You could wear your headphones. And not have anything in them. It wouldn't be anything in them, particularly tonight. But, well, no, I could probably I make just stuff got, in them. You know, we just did that for like almost three years, and it's so hard for me. I I'm still You are a creature struggling. of habit. Change is difficult for you. That's not really true. No, I think that's more about you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who struggles with that. I, and I see I've handled this change really well. What change? The change to the video format and audio yeah, and video combined. Yeah, but you probably do a lot more things. I do a lot uh, more video and audio. Yeah, than I so. do. Yeah, you're not always wearing headphones. It's so true. I was in a podcast world. It was a world. Well, you from had which a, I lived. You had a specific box for what you thought even the video should look like. You went like a radio station with just 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 this part of you showing. I still want it that way. I know. I, know. I still. I just want. <laughs> I don't even need. I don't even need my. It's just like today. Have you ever dug for old makeup when you couldn't find your current makeup? No, I've never done that. So, my makeup is in a makeup bag in the car. Yes, it is. I know right where it's at. Too. Yes, mm-hmm. and it was it too wet and rainy. Yeah, it was too wet and rainy for me to go out and get it today. Or do you realize that your car's in the garage? I forgot about that. But yeah. anyway, okay. it's just outside checking. most of the time. And so I was thinking, I don't want to have to go all the way out there to get it. So I'm just going to dig in my old makeup. Yeah. That's what I did today. Well, you could have, you know, you could have just gone without makeup. I could. Yeah, you could. It's, I may do that next time. Yeah, just be all natural. Anyway. Okay, so we need to talk about some things. And and one of the things you and I have been talking about is, we, we this is Dream Stories you know, podcast, but we kind of want to be Dream Stories Plus, kind of. We're, we we don't have to always just be talking about dreams and dream symbols, but still things that relate back to... Okay, okay. I'm just going to be really real right here. Michael French. I'm a creature of habit and don't want to change that. <laughs> I said, why don't we do Dream Stories Plus? And you were like, I don't like that name. I said Dream Stories Plus. I'm the one who suggested it first. No, I poo-poo that. I don't, no. No. <laughs> okay, we'll just have anyway, to remember differently on that one. Anyway, so, so yes, we, we, we probably need to add a little bit into our lineup of things we can talk about and discuss. Because it's not that... We just don't want to be limited to dreams. Now, we well, don't we know. want to have a regular weekly show, but we don't want to force. We've done almost, what would it be, uh, I don't know, 52 weeks a year. So we've done 120, 130 shows, something like that. You don't want to just keep going back over the exact same thing. So on weeks when we don't have a particular dream to talk about, that brings an illustration to the table. We don't want to be forced into the box of just having to talk about dreams because that's the only thing we do. And so right. I do think it's a good idea. And I thought this week would be a good chance to have a little bit of a transition mm-hmm. with it, not leaving dreams, but talking about things. Because I had some things this week that came up, things that I had been wanting to do that happened, which was I got honey honeybees and somebody who saw the pictures on Facebook of me putting my bees out mm-hmm. asked the question, 
have have you had dreams about bees? Right. And the answer was no. I hadn't. But that didn't mean that my creator wasn't speaking to me through the bees. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might be fun to talk about God's picture language. It's not limited to just dreams. Well, why don't we just back up and talk about what happened? Well, when you went and picked up your bees. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and you That have- could be a, the, Well, let, let me lay a foundation first. Okay. So when we talk about God's picture language, mm-hmm. we're talking about the idea that, for example, the God of creation, the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God that is common to Judaism and Christianity, mm-hmm. okay? Um, the Hebrew language originally was a pictographic language. That means it was little glyphs or pictures instead of letters, so a picture represented a word or a thought. So it's Similar called pic- to pictographic. Egyptian hieroglyphics. Yeah, hieroglyphics mm-hmm. is pictographic. Mm-hmm. Cave paintings are pictographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little more refined mm-hmm. than cave paintings, obviously. Right. But, but So it's a pictographic language. That means the picture represents the word or the thought. So from the very beginning, the my creator has spoken through pictures. Mm-hmm. Now, we spend a lot of time talking about dreams and the pictures or the metaphors or the symbols in dreams, but it doesn't mean that my creator doesn't speak to me outside of dreams in a waking moment of just seeing something somewhere, mm-hmm. a billboard, a car tag, uh, alarm clock numbers. Uh, lots of people talk about those kind of things. Now, again, we don't want to get carried away with those mm-hmm. things any more than we get carried away with dreams. But the images we see around us can effectively become dreams, mm-hmm. things that can be interpreted to recognize something that our Creator is saying to us. Mm-hmm. So that's our foundation about picture language mm-hmm. or God speaking through pictures. Mm-hmm. And I picked up bees this week. So God was speaking through that process. Yes. Not everyone things. has bees. No. So we can say there's lots of other things that can be used in other other people's lives, not just bees. Oh, it other could, metaphorical could be chickens. Could be chickens. <laughs> could be. Well, I mean, could be could gardening. Be, I mean, I'm gardening. gardening. It could be painting your house. It could yeah. be working in your office. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things that can yeah. create pictures. Right. I mean, we could probably pan around this room and and Let's my don't. son's desk, my son's <laughs> office desk. Is on one side of this room because they're living with us. My oldest son, he and his mm-hmm. wife, and you, you guys have heard from Sarah. She did. We should. We, she's been a special guest. We should have her back to talk about that dream. Yeah, I think we're going to have Sarah back. Yeah. yeah. So she's had um, some more but dreams. Anyway, his office is in this room now, and mm-hmm. you could just, I, just looking across the room at his desk, you could say God's saying several things to him over the, just the things mm-hmm. sitting on his desk. You know. So yes, that's right. That's it's, right. It's interesting. Yeah. So, so for you, so. You went and picked up bees. I went and picked up bees and had an interesting experience. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is an interesting experience, not just about the picking up the bees, but because it, it also displays how God doesn't use any symbols at all sometimes to speak to us because you had this mental thought. I did. This, this, this. Uh, I would call as a it Christian, a we would say a still small voice almost. It wasn't necessarily associated with pictures. As no, it was as, a picture. Oh, it was a picture, okay. Oh, uh, it was a okay. Kodak. But it was, it was a like, daytime. It was like a movie playing in my head. You were riding down the road in the cab of your truck, 
pick up bees, and bees came out of the of whatever it was they were going to give you and were flying around in the truck. Yeah, yeah. And so what happened? So th- that happened. <laughs> now, I didn't share so, it with you. No, you didn't tell me. Because I thought, oh, I'm just imagining that. I'm just, that's just my figment of my imagination. It's just going crazy. Yeah, well, that's, but now we can look back and say that was, in a sense, a warning. If it were, if it were what we would tend to call a dream. Now, to me, that's a dream. Although you might call it a vision mm. because we talk about the difference between dreams and visions. Visions being things that are more literal and dreams being things that are more metaphoric and need interpretation. Mm-hmm. So if we use dreams and visions in that way, we've got lots of things we could talk about because yeah. it doesn't always have to be something you have at night when you're asleep mm-hmm. well, or oh, yeah. something that needs interpretation because it's still about your creator speaking to you. And we say speaking, and I mean, you know, in college I took several classes about public speaking and, and uh, oral communications and that sort of thing. This is communication. Yeah, communication, and, and not nonverbal at times. It is nonverbal. Visual at times. It is something sometimes even that you may feel, I would say, kind of well up within you or bubble up within you. And I know that even for me, uh, the I would say the last two years – I have seen a huge increase in my my knower activity, and what I mean by that is, I say you know things in your knower. It, it's it's within you. It, it's some people may call it your your conscience. I I I don't know if that's what it is. I just know that within me, I call it the center of my being. I sometimes have a knowing or have a sense of something. And well, you sometimes you say it this way: you say, "I, I knew it. In my, I know it in my knower." Uh huh. Yeah. You're the core of. I knew of it in my core of who yes, you are. I call it the center of my being. I, mm-hmm. I feel it. I know it. For example, and and this is my communication that I say is my language with uh, my Creator God, who I call my Heavenly Father. But, mm-hmm. um. For example, I was walking out to my car the other day. You know, I've, I flip houses, so I'm doing construction. I'm painting things, you know. And so I was. I went and looked into a uh, pail, a bucket, that had several different spray paint, um, cans of spray paint in them. And I hear in my, in my knower, get that can of paint. And I'm like. I don't need that can of paint. I'm not taking anything else to that house because I don't need that paint. I'm just doing that because I, I just think I need it, and I'm, I'm just <laughs> I ignore it. And I, I can't tell you how many times. It, it's countless how many times I ignore that prompting. Yeah. And I'm uh, now I've gotten to where I just if I hear if I hear it I just grab it whatever it is because I will surely need it but I ignored it twice this week I just thought oh no not this time and I know I got over there and I needed that specific paint color I needed that specific spray can of paint yeah. so I'm like I'm not going to ignore that anymore and this this is not just for small things it may be something like this move that out of the way because if you don't someone's going to trip over it and I'll ignore it. And, and do you know within 30 over. minutes, one of my grandchildren have has tripped over it, you know? Well, and, and, so, and you're right. It's, it, it's not just about small things, but we learn that way of communication mm-hmm. 
better in small things than in big things. You'd mm-hmm. much rather oh. have a, 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 a practice, mm-hmm. uh, learning to hear, uh, take that can of spray paint, mm-hmm. than you would don't take that route home or you'll be in a serious wreck. Okay, now you, you, you'd rather now we've experienced both of those extremes, absolutely. But you'd rather learn mm-hmm. on the more insignificant things. And sometimes people ask me, they say, "Why would God care about whether you carry a can of spray paint?" He he, he may, doesn't he, really. He, he does really care about <laughs> little things. I think maybe, but, but you could just it's say really it's more not about that obedience, important. isn't it? Yeah, it's about obedience and learning to and listen. Listening. It's yeah. not so much about carrying the can of spray paint. Exactly. Though I think he does care about the things we care about. Right. Uh, sometimes we care about stuff that he would rather us just not focus on. Right. But he still loves us. Yeah, I mean, I you know, for me, and we're we're talking about listening. Really, it's it's communication. And listening. I mean, yeah. we're on the receiving end of that. You know, we're listening, too. We're not yeah. just being the ones saying, okay, um, we, we're not always the ones speaking and someone else listening to us. We need to be the ones on the other end saying, okay, how do I carry this out? Because even if it's a dream or a vision that we talk about a lot of times on here, how do you carry that out? Are you listening? Are you hearing something that's been, been said to you many times? And I think about, too, you remember the time... You remember the time I said, "Member, you remember the time? You remember the time that uh, I went to the gas station. I filled up my car with gas, and I felt like I was supposed to check one of my kids' car seats. I felt like check that car seat, and I thought, "Why? I don't need to check the car seat. It's buckled in." Went on the way home, a car pulled out in front of me, ran a red light. I had to slam on the brakes, and my child. Stayed in his car seat. He was strapped in. But the car seat didn't But the stop. car seat went backwards, and so the child was hanging upside down, and the car seat was hanging between two seats. So, again, you don't want it to be a hard lesson where you right. listen to the thing. So, you know, it is important that we listen to that that, that thing inside of that still small voice inside of us. Where yeah, it's and, a, and sometimes it's going to be the still small voice that's, that's verbal. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be a still small voice that's a feeling. And sometimes it's going to be a picture that needs interpretation that doesn't happen at night while we're asleep. It's still a dream. Yeah. Or sometimes it's going to be a picture or moving picture that we see that doesn't need interpretation. That's what we would call a vision. Right. But those are always God speaks, and, and he spoke to you through his picture language. Yeah. When he said, when he showed when you showed the, bees the bees flying around in, in the, the truck. truck, did I he say spoke something to you in a non in a, a non picture version when he said right. check the car seat? Right. So you did not say anything to me about the bees flying. I, I, the truck. No, so I was I wondering if I said something, you know, like silly, like don't get stung. Uh, you did actually okay. say don't get. But stung. do you know what I was seeing in my head? And you were seeing me get stung <laughs> driving down the road. Well, so well let me tell I was you, seeing the me, bees flying around in the truck. Yeah. So. Let me tell you what happened. I go downtown in our area here in Birmingham, Alabama, I, there's a, for some reason, they were delivering bees downtown in, mm-hmm. in the downtown area. And so I go to pick them up and they have the building that they sell supplies in. And then you pick up your bees in a little plastic box called a nuke. And so that's a starter set of bees. So they've got these frames that the bees build their honeycomb on. And you put those into your actual beehive, but they have them in these transports, which is a little plastic box. And 
the, I get out of my car and I'm going to walk into the yard where they have the bees sitting. And the guy looks at me and he says, Oh, don't, don't come in today. He's all garbed up in his bee suit and everything. And he says, don't come in today because the bees are angry today. And I'm thinking, Oh, that's great. You're going to give me angry bees. That's just what I need. <laughs> so, so I'm a first time beekeeper and you're going to start me off with angry bees. So it's raining, it's messy. He says, I, I'll get them for you. You go take care of everything. I'll get them. So I went inside, took care of everything, come back out with my little ticket and said, here's, you know, I'm ready to pick my bees up. I said, do, you know, it's pouring down rain. Do I, do I need to put them? I don't want to put them in the back of my truck, in the bed of my truck. Can I, I mean, should I, is it okay to put them in the back seat of the truck? Cause I have a double cap. And he said, uh, yeah, I vacuumed up. I've sealed the box up, and I vacuumed off all the bees that hung around the outside of it. What you can do with a vacuum cleaner. Hey. He says, I vacuumed off all the bees that are around the outside of it. So it's, it's all cleared. I looked. There's no bees on the outside of the box at all. He says he sealed it. So I trust him. He puts the container in the back of my truck. And I'm driving down the road. I'm, I'm about 25 minutes from home. Driving down the road, I'm about 10 minutes from the bee place bee store and i look in my rearview mirror and i see two bees crawling on the back window of my truck i thought oh there must have been a couple i didn't see they were crawling around on the box i'm about 15 minutes down the road so i'm about 10 or 15 minutes from home so now i'm halfway Mm -hmm. right i look in the back in the rearview mirror again there's like 40 bees flying around in the back of the car and I'm thinking to myself, they're angry bees. <laughs> That's exactly what went through my mind. <laughs> they're angry bees. So what do you think I do? I can't pull over. I'm thinking, I, what am I going to do? If I pull over, just more bees are going to come out. Mm-hmm. You know? And so what do I do? Uh, you said, don't get stung before I left. So I, I have to be honest, out loud. I said, okay, guys. I'm talking to the bees. <laughs> Look, I'm taking you to your new home. Everything's going to be okay. I know he said you're angry, but just calm down and hang on, and we're going to get to the new house. At which time a bee proceeded to land on the back of my neck. And my first reaction was, you know, get this thing off. And I said, no. I said, all right. I said, be calm. It's okay. Come on. Let's just move on. And he took off and flew away. And they just flew around me the rest of the way home. You did not get stung. I did not get stung. Now, when and I you got, got home, home and left the doors open, let them out. And, you jumped and out, didn't you? I got out pretty quick. I did, <laughs> I did get out of the truck pretty quick. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. I did get out of the truck pretty quick. But but we got them out in, in, in their new hive. And, you know, you can follow me on Facebook if you want to on my personal page and see, the, see, the see me putting the bees out. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I may, I may, uh, uh, you know, um, I don't know whether our son's not with us filming tonight, so I don't know whether he can add this, some film in or not. But if he can, I may post it on Facebook as a bonus or something. But I was thinking about that was God speaking to you mm-hmm. uh, about something very specific. But for me, I had the experience of just working with the bees, getting them out, and thinking about being totally unprotected in the truck, mm-hmm. but they were calm around me. Yeah. And then garbing up completely, wearing my full suit and everything, 
excuse me, everything on my little hood and gloves and a suit all the way down to my ankles, you know. And um, and I'm as I'm putting the bees in, I'm thinking, this is hot. I don't like it. I need to learn to just understand the bees in a way where all these people who do this without this stuff, I can do it like that. And I thought to myself, over the next few days, I'm just going to watch these bees because for me, the bees spoke to me, just bringing them in, setting it up and everything. We're in a new home. Mm-hmm. We've been here just six months or so, roughly, eight months, something like that. Uh, we talked about doing these bees, yeah. but there was something about favor, the idea that the honey that they're going to produce, the sweetness of it, that there's been a favor here at this home. We've been, I, for me, not as much for you because you're the the woman and want to nest and make everything right and whatnot. But for me, it was just like I almost just immediately connected and had peace and felt the sweetness of being here. Mm-hmm. And so the bees were sort of confirming that for me. There's going to be honey here. There's going to be value. There's going to be a sweetness here. And and I we've had some, we've talked about on the podcast even before, I think, a little bit. We've had some challenges. A neighbor yeah. who was not that pleasant uh, and some issues and some things the Lord spoke to us and even some dreams and things we've had about that. And I watched the bees today and I just happened to be filming them with my phone when somebody tried another bug. It's become a real world. (laughs) Another bug tried to get into their home and it made it in, but I, I, I watched them defend their house. Right grabbed that bug, trying to keep it out. And I know what was going on as it went out of the frame and, 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 and because I've found some of those same bugs now dead on the outside mm. where they've taken care of it and kicked it out. And to me, that was God speaking to me about his protection, that we're in a place now where there's protection and safety mm. and uh, that, there, that there, there's supernatural support. Uh, and, and I've noticed we've had less challenge and trouble over the last few days and weeks mm-hmm. with the neighbor and different, and we've actually created, gotten to know more people. I mean, yeah. it's like in our culture today, you don't get to know your neighbors really anymore, Right, right. but it's like. God just keeps doing things where we run into neighbors. Well, you right. bought something online the other day, and it turned out yeah. to be one of our neighbors was the right. one selling it. Right. You know, right. and it, it, it's just this these things. And people be, people were riding a golf cart through the field next door to us, yeah. and pulled over to say hello because they saw our bees, right? And they wanted to talk about the bees because they had bees too, yes. and they're a neighbor. And so I just felt something about the social. Side of the bees and the protective nature of the bees was speaking to me. Yeah, that wasn't a dream. Right, that was actual nature taking place. If Noah is able to put the video on the video part of the podcast, we can put it up. Mm-hmm. Or again on Facebook, I'll put it there for the people who just listen to the audio. But uh, that little little incident was. It, it probably won't be significant to anybody else at all. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was this reassurance of safety and peace. Yeah. And that was a big deal that's for me. That's good. Oh, that's so, I mean, that's wonderful. I came inside immediately and put it up on the big screen TV and showed <laughs> you because it was so significant. I, did. I know, that's wonderful, Dad. 
time. So anyway, it's, uh, it's just learning to hear. It is, and some people may go, well, why didn't you, talking about me, share with you that I kind of had this little film of you in my head or a vision or whatever you want to call it? Um, I think that would have made you more nervous in hindsight. I, I kind of just blew it off, you know, thinking back. But had I said to you, I had a vision of you, and the bees got out while in the in the vehicle with you, uh, and I had had it a couple of days before. It wasn't that morning that yeah. I had that. I had had it a couple of mornings before that because you had been telling me I go the next, I go this day. Don't forget, I go this day to get my right. bees. So um, thinking back, I think it would have made you nervous. It probably would have, and that's a good illustration. When we learn to hear, mm-hmm. when we hear something, it doesn't always mean we need to tell everybody. Right. Actually, that's a dream principle too. I was just, it is. I've been reading the Bible through again, and. Um, I've been in Exodus and uh, 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 Joseph, I mean, sorry, in Genesis, and I'm in Exodus now, but I I was in Genesis and the story of Joseph came up. And I was thinking, you know, he told his brothers his dreams. Mm -hmm. He told his dad his dreams. Mm -hmm. And they already, you know, they thought he was the favored child. Mm -hmm. And telling those dreams about the sun, the moon, the stars, and the sheaves of wheat was probably not the best decision. Well, it wasn't. You don't always tell everybody everything. I mean, I agree, and I want to say, yes, that's exactly right. And that is what we teach people, isn't it? However, would he have been sold into slavery, had he? Or was well, I look there a better way. way? I look at this way. Uh, God yeah. would have gotten him to Egypt in some fashion. In some way, yeah. But he didn't necessarily <laughs> have to go in slavery, you know? It didn't have uh, but, to be the way he did it. Right. Yeah. But, but the point is, whether whether he was going to get sold into slavery or not sold mm-hmm. or whatever, it, it it just makes the illustration, it's not always best to tell everything we hear. Okay. So sometimes that, we want yeah. to ponder that's in true. our heart. I, I agree something. with you. I really do agree with and you. And sometimes we, 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 we want to just consider it. Like you were just, you were unconscious. I call it unconsciously praying for me. Probably, In, in the sense yeah. of, it made you nervous. You probably felt like, God, please don't let anything happen to him like that. Well, I was, was actually thinking, a, God, I really don't want to go. I really didn't want to go with you. I was kind of oh, glad so you didn't It wasn't about me. It was, me. Just, it was just about, I'm not getting know. in that car. I right? don't know. You know, I just sort of <laughs> You just, probably would have freaked out when the bees got loose. So, see, that may have been the whole point of the thing was to keep you probably, from being in the car. Probably. I, I well, would have. You. It's would not have. even a probably. Uh, the funny thing I'd is, had you to asked put you me out to go, on the side of the road and then oh, come back. Oh, for and get sure, you. I wouldn't even have minded. I mean, <laughs> I like, put me out. I don't care. Um, you know, I I know it's crazy. I I feel like sometimes I just stumble through my my communication and hearing from my Creator God, and that He really wants to c- communicate with me much more often and frequently than what I allow myself to listen. And I just discount it. Yeah. Now I know I remember your dad. He he had a lot of wisdom. I remember him counseling somebody one time, and he had someone who uh, got so wrapped up in hearing from their Creator God that they couldn't function. Yeah. And and we want there to be a healthy balance. You know, God put us on this earth to live in it, so we can't be so far out there thinking that we can't even function in society. You know, it's, it is so important. we do need to function well. Well, we um, need a balance between hearing through the word, mm-hmm. 
just studying and learning and growing mm-hmm. and hearing by the spirit, the supernatural, right? the, the spiritual thing, and, and, and that, that word and spirit balance mm-hmm. there carries over into life too, mm-hmm. of living life in the natural equally with living life in the spiritual and letting the two impact each other, but not one overwhelm the other. I, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's not like I walk around in my house and I hear things like, oh, grab that Coke and drink it or, you know, wear these no, clothes, and, uh, get your keys, go crank your car. It's not like and that. I, pl- I planted you know? a garden this year mm-hmm. at the new house. I planted peas and corn. You know, peas and corn are growing. It didn't say anything to me. It was just right, I wanted to plant right. peas and corn because my dad used to plant peas and corn. Right. It, so there was nothing supernatural about it. Right. The bees? Mm-hmm. God spoke to me, Adam. Okay. Now, he may speak to me one day out of the peas and corn, but I'm not going out every day looking at the garden and saying, what are you saying? Exactly. So yeah. I'm just saying there's a healthy balance of, you know, we're teaching, we're, we're hopefully enlightening people and to listen to their creator and everything, but you don't want it to be such a focus that you can't function. That's, yeah. that's really the main thing, or that it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. So, ooh, ooh. I just realized what we can call this podcast. What? Learning to be. A good listener. I, I wondered if you realized that several times when you were talking about the bees, you kept saying being and bee. I mean, you just kept on. I was like, is he doing this on purpose? No, I, I didn't notice that at you all. You did. I, maybe we should do the podcast, just let Noah, every time he hears the word bee, you could just put a little bee on the screen. Bee, <laughs> bee, bee. I don't think he's going to do that much editing. So. No, I think it would irritate people, too. Yep, but so. anyway. Oh, Lord. Okay. Good that well, this was at the end of the podcast because it would have driven people crazy. It's true. <laughs> it's true. They would have been, yes. People are going to go back to the podcast and count how many times oh, I yeah, said B. Probably, right? yeah. So somebody's going to post on Facebook. Absolutely. You said B other than the little yeah. animals 15 times. Yeah. Um, I'm curious so. what people will think about the fact that we didn't just stick totally on dreams. We did talk about language and metaphors kind of thing. But well, comment. Yeah, I mean, we, comment, we like to hear. Post comments. Send us a message. Our post topics. comments on Facebook. Ask about questions you have. It doesn't have to be about dreams. Yeah. It'll probably tie to dreams well, because right. in the sense of how we're learning how God speaks to us. Mm-hmm. But I ask those questions if you want to comment on what you mm-hmm. thought about this. We really would like to hear from you about this episode because uh, it would help us to know if a, a, the little bit of transition we did today was beneficial, if you thought it was good. Uh, so our time is up. Yeah. So I can say to folks, like, share, and subscribe. Those things are really important. But this week in particular, it would be helpful if you comment. Let us know what you're thinking. We really would appreciate that as well. Until next time, keep dreaming. Thank you.